Hi guys, welcome back to Brunch with Desby. I'm your host, Des, and I am now 27 fucking years old. Welcome. Just kidding, we are still back on our ratchet shit. Are you shocked? Probably not. Um, but I did in fact have a birthday this past week, which I've probably told you guys like 10 times. Um, so sorry about that, but... <laughs> it's that Aries energy. Okay. Like we have to just let everyone know, but I will say technically today, as you're listening to this, it is my birthday. It's 8 30 AM. I've been up since seven because Archie's kicking me every time I kind of wake up. He thinks it's time to wake up. So it's currently 8.30. It's raining outside. It's literally so gray. I didn't even want to get out of bed. I'm like, what kind of fucking birthday is this already? Bitch, it's supposed to be my favorite degrees. 73, sunny, with fucking no clouds. That is my favorite degree. And I'm, I am going to ask that on Brunch with Desby Instagram this week. What is your favorite? If you had a perfect day, temperature, weather. What is that for you? Perfect day. Perfect day that you would want to live in forever. Check the poll today. Anyway, so today is technically my birthday, but obviously you're listening to this late. So I have quite a few things to do today. Um, it's funny, you know, work doesn't stop on your birthday uh, once you get older, which is really sad. <laughs> I feel like when we were younger, it was like, hey, everyone, it's my birthday. I just want to let you know I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything for anyone. And then you get older and you like got to go to work or, you know, you got to get on the same bus you do every day or drive the same route. And we're just like, damn, this, this is aging. This is life. (laughs) So I'm 27 years old, which Wyatt also informed me this morning. That is officially my late twenties. Is that real fucking life? I, for some reason thought that late twenties was going to be 28 and 29 only. <laughs> and I just got the cue that I'm officially in my late 20s. So, um, yeah, wow. If there's a if there's a better time to get my Botox redone, it is immediately after this baby. All jokes, all jokes. But um, so thank you guys uh, in advance for the love on my birthday. I've already received so many messages in like our um, Discord chats, my Patreon chat, my six weeks to shreds chat, the Facebook group, my Instagram. I mean, I just, I always, I don't want to say, oh, my birthday makes me feel so loved because honestly, like you guys, my family, everyone, I feel so loved all the time. And especially in this past season of my life, um, it's, it's been so hard. I mean, genuinely the past two and a half years since the start of since the end of 2019 have been the hardest years that I have ever gone through in my life. And even 2018 and 2019 alone were a different type of battle, but it has just been a lot of like trying to run uphill. I always feel I have felt, I should say, so supported by you guys throughout the duration of time. And um, so I just really appreciate it. But it really does make you feel so special on your birthday, seeing people reach out to you and even people you haven't talked to in a long time, which I never even take as like a, oh, so now you reach out. Because it's like sometimes, it you know, life just happens to people. So it's nice to hear from like people I went to high school with or people that are just uh, friends with my mom or whatever. It's like, hey, you know, we all know each other 
we all know that we're all alive. We all know each other, but it's nice to just sometimes reach out that little happy birthday. And I, I just think it's so nice. So, um, it was a great week. And, uh, today I, I kind of have a variety episode for you guys. I did want to talk about, you know, the things that I've learned thus far in my twenties in general, now being in my late twenties, um, I wanted to do like maybe 10, tell me a secret. Uh, if I, if I feel vibed with it, you guys know the drill. We don't, we don't have a drill here. <laughs> That's really how it goes. You know, the drill guys, there's no fucking drill. Um, but I just kind of wanted it to be a variety episode, talk a little bit about my pregnancy, update you guys on how that's been. Um, I'm also officially 35 weeks pregnant. Um, and obviously I could go into labor truly at any time, um, genuinely, uh, especially with my past experience, but you start hitting that like 36, 37, like all of that, um, like weeks and you just, you get, you're getting close, you know? Um, and it's just kind of like your body can take, your body can take a little bit of a turn. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm getting really close and we have the nursery done. We have the like bedside crib set up. I have my three tiered cart set up. I have my diaper caddy set up. Um, I'm getting my like postpartum recovery, set up that's like, I kind of will have, um, almost like above my toilet. So I'll kind of talk a little bit about that too, with just pregnancy and whatnot. And, um, I'll probably have one more episode of just like preparing for baby. Like, what does that really look like? Um, in now both of my experiences, the fact that it's a reminder of you don't need to prepare for baby. And if they fucking come girl, I promise you, you will figure it out. Um, but also number two, if you do have the opportunity to actually quote prepare, what, what can you get? What is like really important? Um, so having like both sides of the spectrum as an experience thus far, is kind of interesting to me. Um, because I can truly tell you, you do not need a hospital bag. You know what I mean? But I can also tell you that you can have a hospital bag. So it's kind of a fun, like experience that I've been able to have in the most dark and traumatic way. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I hope that you guys are having a great day. Just a quick PSA. Six weeks to shreds is officially closed. Okay. We do not bring this back until next year. Um, so we we only have six weeks to shreds every like spring into summer. So we do not have shreds until next year. Our next challenge will be six weeks to strength, but we do have some programs coming out in between then um that are gonna be like that lower dollar program. Um but also I don't want to ruin anything. So just stay tuned on that. It's going to be pretty exciting um, this year. And we also, obviously I mentioned, you have the revamp coming of the app, um, which is definitely going to be a work in progress to come. So don't expect that like even this year, it's a very huge backend project, but it's something that I wanted to ensure that as a business, as Desby Fit Training, as DBFT LLC, I was ready And we are ready to invest in a better experience for our customers Um, and our customers, meaning our challengers, our clients, everyone who has access to our app. um, We want to level that up. And so I've definitely taken upon myself to take that risk and uh, renovate, quote, the app. But it's going to look fucking phenomenal. I'm, I'm very excited for it. So six weeks to shreds is closed to public. But if you guys want to join on, that link in my bio, show notes, description box is still live. 
So if you're wondering, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, motherfucker, I should have done it Friday when she put out that other episode, you can still do it. We did start today. So, you know, if you do it, you have to do it today because once you start missing like a few days of workouts, that's why we close the links. It's not worth joining. Like you have to be a part of the hype. You have to just commit right away. You have to be 100% in it. So we start today. We have a welcome to hell is the first workout. (laughs) Um, So we got fucking a brutal leg day. Um, But so, like I said, if you're interested, feel free to go purchase still. It's only the uncoached. Obviously, we don't have any coached spots, um, but that is available today and it will be available today only. Today only. And I'm closing it tonight. (laughs) So um, without further ado, I, I don't really have too much more housekeeping. Buff Bunny launched yesterday. There could be some pieces left over. Um, don't get me wrong, but at this point, like I don't know. So feel free to go check that out. Code does B most wanted launch. We do have the celestial launch coming up for Paragon. I did do an unboxing on my TikTok, um, as well as I think I was kind of going to do a unboxing on my Instagram live. So if it's there, definitely check that out. Um, that is launching April 14th. So also on the horizon again, code does And on that code, you actually save 11%. So lots of really other great things coming up. Um, Again, when in doubt, does be check does be a checkout. When in doubt, does be a checkout. I really should put that on a shirt. I should also put that on a shirt. I should put literally the quote, I should put that on a shirt. <laughs> because I fucking say that about everything. And I told you guys a few episodes back, I said, bro, that's my fucking toxic trait. I think everything I say belongs on a shirt and I don't give a fuck because it is funny. So anyways, let's get into the episode and see where this goes. First, let's chat pregnancy real quick, only because this is on my mind. So when I was pregnant with Maddox and I had like my little kind of semi, um, my little like semi baby shower. Like it was still a baby shower. We had like 10 people there. Don't get me wrong. Close family, Wyatt's family. Um, but like it was all virtual. So it was still pretty disappointing. Like, I'm sorry. No one can say, Oh my God, I had the best virtual baby shower. Like, no, you didn't like it's, and that's not a shade to like anyone who went out of their way to throw one. It's just for us moms who have given birth during the pandemic or whatever it might've been, like we had a lot of things just not normal. And I think that's very fair to say. And that's definitely not being ungrateful. It's just like, hey, yeah, I didn't technically have a baby shower. And if you're gonna count that online Facebook stream as a baby shower, like you're cuckoo, okay? So my point is when I was doing a mini baby shower, some of my family on my mom's side went in and bought me the Mika. Mickey Mika, Mickey Mika, M-I-C-K-Y, M-I-K-A brand of um, a baby bedside bassinet. Write that down. Mickey Mika. I think you can even like just Google it and it'll somehow come up. They're on Amazon. They also have their own website. M-I-C-K-Y, M-I-K-A. Anyway, they bought me that um, and I used it for Maddox. He, bro, he literally slept in it for nine months. Like he was bedside for nine months. So he was kind of a big boy. (laughs) in that bedside bassinet. 
but I loved it. It uh, fit really well in our old home, um, in our room. It can actually connect more to your bed. So, um, you know, it's easy to like roll out of bed as like a, a new mom. You don't have to like get up. You don't, ha- you know, whatever. So I've been using that. Or I should say I was using that. And when we went to move, um, again, you know, this is back in August. We started um, moving and I didn't even know that I was pregnant. I didn't even like, I, I didn't even know. I think a lot of people don't, if you did not listen to the podcast for a long time, you do not understand the timeline of our move. Cause I kept it very private. I know shocker, right? I'm, I'm an oversharer. I get it. But again, if you would know the circumstances that I was very open about to my podcast family, you would understand why I wasn't public about it. Um, as well as just enjoying my privacy. Hello. <laughs> um, but when we started moving, um, and then officially moved at the end of September, I just found out that I was pregnant. So we put all the baby stuff kind of in a specific area so that we could get to it, you know, in storage. Cause I'm like, holy shit, I'm literally pregnant again. We're going to need to use this pretty soon. Okay. Well, fast forward another two weeks, I found out my sister's pregnant. Um, and then, so we're kind of both like, okay, well, if you end up having a boy, I have stuff. If you, if I end up having a girl, you have stuff. So again, we kind of keep our baby stuff out and ready. So when I was kind of going through things for my sister, um, and kind of like separating my boy stuff when she found out the gender of her baby, then here we are, um, with all this extra, like a baby bouncer and stuff like that. So fast forward to two weeks ago, my sister, um, finally had her baby. Well, this is probably almost, wow, it's like a month ago now. She had her baby and then she had this bedside crib, but then she told me just the other day, Des, this bedside crib, like I fucking hate it. It's not comfortable. I have to bend down too much. Um, it's very uncomfortable for me. Can I use your bedside bassinet if you're not going to use it? And I was like, actually, yeah, because I have the mini crib um, that came with Maddox's new or Maddox Archie's new crib. And I wanted to really get my money's worth out of this crib. So like, yeah, you can use it. So long, long story. Okay. Is that I end up looking for the bassinet that I had packed up specifically and kept together. And I can't find any of the metal parts, none of the metal parts. This was purchased in June of 2020. None of the metal parts I can find. So I have like the outside of the baby bassinet and I have the mattress. That's literally fucking it. How embarrassing. So I messaged the company cause you just, you never know. You never know. And I was like, Hey, here's what happened. It got lost in my move. I'd really like to use it again. Um, I love the product, but like, I literally have none of the metal, the, none of the metal stuff. So they, they went through a few emails. They're like, we'd love to help, which I was first off, just like, you guys are fucking awesome. Um, like, thank you. But I like, even if I just could pay for the metal items and only pay, you know, 50 bucks for it all, instead of another 180 that I got gifted to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, or like my sister could pay that right. And not have to buy a whole new one. And so they got back to me. I was able to find my gift receipt. I was, you know, it was really nice that I had all this stuff still on my phone. Um, but they're sending me a whole new one for free. Even though I am quote out of warranty, they got it approved by the managers to send me one. Isn't that so fucking nice? So like I literally woke up to that email this morning, like this morning. So it was kind of a good way to start my birthday, granted. Um, but it was just kind of like, 
it was just kind of one of those things that it makes me want to support that company more because now I've had a really good experience. So if you guys are good, if you guys are new moms, if you guys aren't good with your current bassinet, um, if you guys are getting a gift for someone or you have a family member that's pregnant and you want to all go in on a gift, definitely get the Mickey Mika bedside bassinet. Again, this is not sponsored. <laughs> I'm just very grateful that they were so kind um, to send me a like a full replacement. How, like, that is so, so sweet. Like, I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. I know that all companies can kind of, like, afford that. You know what I'm saying? But when they do it for you, it just, it does feel very special because, especially when it comes to your kids, you know, you're like, uh, mom, you're already pregnant. You know, you're just trying to get shit in order. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we can't do that. It's like, you just get pissed off. So I'm just very grateful that they did that. I thought that that was, I just thought that that was very, very nice. Um... And yeah, so that, um, that's kind of like part one. That's part one, just so you know. Um, okay. So real life pregnancy, like I said, I'm, I'm now 35 weeks. Um, and I, I, I am very close. Let me tell you guys that number one, I feel like my vagina feels different. If you guys know me, you know, I do not do self-discovery with my fingers, but you know that I have discovered. Do you know what I'm saying? Also, with that being said, when I find myself riding my like Peloton, which bitch, I'm still in the saddle. Don't fucking count me out. When I'm riding my Peloton, I feel like granted, he is very low and like pushing a lot on my bladder and all these areas that are forcing me to feel like I'm like maybe like almost leaking, you know? But like, Tell me if this is weird, if you are have given birth before. It just feels like my vagina's open. Or like, not my vagina necessarily, but like it feels like I'm like open down there. And I know when my sister went in for preterm contractions at 32 weeks, she was already one centimeter dilated. So like, I wouldn't be shocked if I'm kind of walking around, you know, one centimeter dilated because you're pretty, your, your, your vagina and your cervix and your uterus have already been used before. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're kind of primed up and your body's like, okay, we're almost there. <laughs> so with that being said, I've noticed this past probably week or week and a half that I've just been feeling a little bit different down there. Um, I've definitely still been contracting the same amount, like having those Braxton Hicks um, a little bit more intensely. Like it makes me be like, whoo, whoo, whoo. When like on a typical Braxton Hick, when I was like 28, 29, 30 weeks with like Maddox, it just kind of got hard for a second. You're like, oh God, it looks so weird. But like you didn't feel anything. So it's really interesting to also like feel feel it going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're kind of like, shit. Yeah. There's a fucking child in there. You know, even right now, like I can feel his like feet out in my belly. Like it's so weird. Um, he just feels so big. And again, I've never been at this point. Also hiccups. I've never had hiccups and I've been able to experience those. And those are pretty cool. Um, I also do. I mean, I feel, I feel large. I, I do feel large. 
Um, and I should say that because when I was on the brink of having Maddox, 31 weeks, just got, just turned like 34, 31 weeks. I was very, um, I was very, I was kind of small. Like I was kind of carrying small ish also because it was my first pregnancy. Like your first pregnancy compared to your second is just insanely different. Not only the experience that you have, but also like the way that you carry because your body has already been through that. And especially for me, I was, you know, a lot of people do have, uh, get pregnant before I did, but I was only 11 months postpartum when I was technically got pregnant. So you put that together. It's like my body didn't heal all the way. My body was still very much, yo, you just had a baby. Let's just do it again. You know? So like, Versus my sister, she had a very, very different experience. Um, and she actually had so much of a better pregnancy this time around. And Mila is almost three years old. So Michaela hasn't been pregnant in three plus years, almost. And, um, and she just had a totally different experience because she was older. Her body had obviously been quote recovered for a while. Um, and she had a, a really cool experience just with carrying different. Granted, she did have a different gender as well. Like she had a girl first, boy now. Um, but I do think that overall, just her being older in a different position and her body really going through a longer recovery, like way longer, like she was, she was fine. <laughs> but I think that it offered her a different experience. So my body is just stretched so differently. I kind of have like a little stretch mark around my belly button, um, and I think that like, I have a little bit of like linea niagara, which is like that dark line that kind of runs up through your midline on your belly, but it's really not super apparent. It could genuinely just be my hairy belly. Cause that is also a pregnancy thing. If you have not gone through it yet, just be prepared. The amount of hair that you gain is weird. Um, I'm so fucking grateful that the past three years now I've gotten laser hair removal on my body because it has saved me so much sanity. I have barely had to shave my vagina. I've maybe done a little brush up, but even then I have to go in blind because I cannot see down there. And uh, I barely had to shave there. I've shaved my legs two times since I think September of last year. Um, I barely shaved my armpits. And those are all three places that I got laser hair removed um, throughout the past couple years. So not something I did all at once. I spaced it out. Um, and I, girl, get that laser hair removal when there is like a sale for real. They discount it so much. Um, so anyways, that's kind of like where my body's at now. Where's my mind at? It's kind of like split in a few different places. On one side, I feel great and I'm really, really proud of myself this pregnancy. I'm really proud of my body. I'm really proud of my mentality overall. I'm really proud of my experience. I'm proud of, um, I'm just really proud of me. You know, I've, I've gone through a lot and I'm not trying to, well, me, but I would not wish my pregnancy experiences on it on anyone. And I know that there's also people that have it worse, but it also doesn't 
mean that I need to like discredit my experiences because they were still very traumatic. And at the end of the day, trauma, especially woman to woman, pregnancy to pregnancy, it is not a competition of who had it worse. So it is just, it's been hard. Um, But I think mentally, like I am really proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself for still showing up. I'm proud of myself for the work that I've done. I'm proud of myself for the workouts that I've done. I'm proud of myself for the documentation um, that I've made of it. I'm proud of myself for even on the days where I'm in a lot of pain, still fucking doing life, still figuring it out, still taking care of Maddox. You know, that point of October all the way to February when I was by myself, solo parenting. I'm proud of myself. You know, it's like there was a lot of stuff that I had to overcome and a lot of things that I just never disclosed to you guys that I've done, that I'm very proud of and that I've gotten through. And um, so I think, number one, it's important to stop and be proud of ourselves. And number two, I think it's important, especially in special times such as this, pregnancy, et cetera, that you do hold those boundaries and you do take care of yourself because it's already such a, a hard time, especially if it's new, especially if it's something um, that's hard. You don't need the sound of other people when like they don't give a fuck about you anyway. And I think that was a huge lesson that I've had in this pregnancy is not everyone cares about you. Not everyone has a heart, period. Not everyone will care what you're going through or even want to know. They'll just make up whatever narrative around what they decide to look at. And so to protect that mental and physical energy that you have, and again, whether it's pregnancy, your job, your relationship, I don't care what it is. This can apply to anything. It's so important. Physically, I, the past probably two weeks, I've been feeling a little bit more tired. To get to my workout seems to be harder. Once I'm there, I've actually had pretty fucking good workouts. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've really dropped my ego. I've I've dropped what I think I need to do. If I need to grab the 20-pound weights instead of the 40s for RDLs, like, I do it. And I'm really proud of myself because I'm like, you know what? The best thing that I can do for my body at this point onward, especially in this last, you know, stretch, it's just move. It's just move. Especially when you start to get so big and your body is starting to get so heavy. The last thing you should do is stay stagnant because all that's going to induce is more pain. It's going to be very painful for your body when you stop moving. It's just like old age. They tell you movement is medicine. And the reason is because it it is. It keeps you young. It keeps you healthy. So you have these people who are like in their 70s, 80s, and you wouldn't know. 90% of them are fucking walking every single morning for like eight miles. Do you know what I mean? Like people who are staying healthier longer outside of other things, obviously they're moving their bodies. And so that's kind of like where I'm at right now is I'm like, Hey, does it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to stay consistent. Even it can change a little bit, but it just needs to be done. And I said that on my story the other day. And I said that in my podcast, I think on Friday, how I said not every day needs to be perfect or not every day is going to be perfect, but it can be done. 
And that's like truly what I'm kind of living off of. Like I put that on my Instagram story the other day and I've just been like really hanging on to my, my own words. I'm like, wow, like that's really good. Doesn't need to, it's not going to be perfect. Not every day is going to be perfect, but it can be done. How powerful to remember that. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of where I'm at with pregnancy. Um, I will say, you know, there's so much more that I could discuss and I probably should do a separate episode on this um, overall because again, there's just so much you can unlock in pregnancy, but I'm just, I'm just so happy and I'm, I'm scared about bringing home another baby. I'm, I'm really scared about postpartum. I'm really scared how tired I'm going to be. I'm really, you know what I mean? Like Maddox just started sleeping through the night in like December. And even then he was, he still does like maybe, maybe out of two weeks, there might be two nights. He kind of wakes up once through the night and maybe we have to rock him. Maybe he just wakes us up and then he goes back to sleep and we go back to sleep, you know, whatever, but he still wakes up. So it's just like really hard to think I just got over that phase and I'm about to, I'm about to like go through it again. You know what I mean? So like that is terrible, but I do know that I have such a great support system now being around my family. And I think a lot of what I assume like I'm going to feel is going to be, um, because of COVID, like I picture just being like alone, 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 and not having help and not having help, not having help. But like Wyatt is home with me now. Um, my mom is close to me now. Even my sister is obviously, you know, close to me now. She has her own kids, but I mean, still uh, just the support system so different. Um, and I have, you know, friends around now. So it's just, it's, I know it's going to be different, but like mentally, I just can't expect that yet because I'm, I'm just so used to what I've already gone through. Um, same with like going through like the NICU, although I do have to be very aware that it could very much happen again. He could have a NICU stay. I don't think for as an extensive amount of time, but we could very much be in the NICU for a few days, um, a week. Like I, like I don't know, but, um, I hope that we're not. However, even just picturing taking a baby home after, you know, two days. It's like weird. It's weird to think about. And so I am excited for that and I'm excited to bring him home. And I think once I see him, like I'm holding him and Maddox comes up and is, you know, baby, that's how he said baby. I think I'm gonna, my heart is just gonna like explode. But I am so scared to also like lose that time with just Maddox and I. Because I don't know how to even explain it. Again, if you're a mom of multiples, you get, you're, you're listening to me like, you're like, girl, you don't even have to explain. If you're a mom of one, you could probably picture this and and kind of get sad. You're like, oh my God, like, but I love my baby so much. And so then you wonder how could I love another baby so much? Even if you're a dog mom right now and you have one dog and you're like, dude, there's no way I could get another dog. Cause I couldn't love another dog the same way. It's, it is, it's relative, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's similar. It's that emotion of like, how could I love another? And, um, you know, I look at my mom and I look at the way that she loves my brother and my sister and myself. And even the way she loves Maddox and the way she loves Mila and the way she loves Gio, you have, you, we all have the opportunity in the heart to like love hard and love everyone differently right? Like it's just a different love that's replicated and duplicated. 
in, in, in like the most beautiful way ever. And so, um, that's the only thing that I'm really like scared about. And I think it's getting more scary to me as we get closer and closer because, um, it's just getting real. It's getting real that like I'm, we're completing our family and I will also never be pregnant again. So it's like, there's a lot of different emotions and I, I will say like, I'm so ready to not be pregnant. And like, I felt so guilty saying that the other day, but I'm ready to like hold my new son. I'm ready to, when I can rock Maddox to sleep, I'm ready to hold him right. Like right now, I just like everything I have to do around my belly, right? Or it's painful or it's hard or like, like it's hard going up the stairs now, right? Like I can't wait to just like float up the stairs again when I have to. Um, I can't wait to like get down for bath time and it not be painful. I can't wait to like get up from the ground and not have to carry this big belly, you know? So it's like, I don't mean it in an ungrateful way because I'm so thankful I've been able to carry this child longer. And I think having a preterm birth before I do feel guilty, like saying stuff like that. And so I, I don't say it anywhere, except obviously like I'm telling you guys, but it's because I can explain it. And when you say it on like just a general forum, people are like, she's so fucking ungrateful. She's such a dumb cunt. She already had a preterm delivery. I cannot fucking believe she would say she wishes she wasn't pregnant anymore. It's like, it's not like that. It's still fucking hard. And it's um way harder. Okay, here, let me say it like this though. As of right now, it's also easier than I thought. I thought that by this time in pregnancy, I was really gonna be KO'd. And I'm still kind of fucking chugging. Like I'm still kind of hanging on to that second wind. And so I'm like, I'm shocked. Now I'm sure week 36, 37, 38, might be difficult, but I'm really planning on kind of winding down come week 38 um, and just kind of starting to just be like, okay, if I can move my body today, that's good. I don't maybe necessarily need to work out. I don't need to like bike, but how can I move my body today? Maybe it's just vacuuming. Maybe it's just sweeping the floors. You know, what can I do? But I'm really, that's kind of my goal is to just make it to like 38. And then, and then if I have to scale it back even more, continue to do so slowly. Um, but that's just kind of like my, that's my goal, <laughs> but will we get there? Probably fucking not. You know what I mean? Or well, in terms of like, who knows if I'll actually be able to maintain my output until week 38. Um, but overall I'm just, I'm so grateful to, to carry this baby. And, and although it's, it's come with its own experiences of, of tra- trauma, then we've made it through, you know? So the last thing that I want to talk about, I was going to do some tell me a secrets, but maybe we'll just do that next week. I'm, I'm looking at the time. I'm looking at my day. Cause again, it is my birthday technically today. And I just, I want to be able to enjoy it. I don't just want to sit here, you know, respectfully, let's have a little like smaller episode this week. Just kind of give me a little break. Okay. Um, in my twenties, <laughs> it's so crazy to think, that I'm almost out of my twenties. Like, I mean, I still have two years, don't get me wrong, but like, wow, you know, well, three years, but holy crap. Um, like I mentioned, I feel like the past two years have been the, the craziest for me, probably the past four years in total, like since 2018, um, probably since I went pro for bikini competitions, um, is when life really got crazy because 
I ended up getting engaged that fall. Um, we moved to Florida. 2019 happened. Um, and we moved while well, we were getting married. Oh, we were, we were still moved in Florida. Sorry. We moved at the end of 2019. Um, we had three loved ones pass away within a three week span. Um, White's, White's family announced their divorce out of like left field. It was just like a really weird time. And looking back at it, like it's, you can probably tell my mood shifted because revisiting this time is very hard for me because I didn't, I didn't even acknowledge to myself how bad I was hurting and I really relied on you guys to kind of get me through. And like, I think that's where a lot of my old need for validation came from was I felt so lost in my real, real life that my, my social media life was better. And I just wanted to be on there all the time. And at the end of the day, it did, it, it it got me where I'm at, right? Like my ability to be online, my ability to create content during that time and find it almost as like the safe haven, as much as it, destroyed me and my need for validation. It also really allowed me to build my brand and my business and do, and still do what I do today. So like, I'm grateful for it. But again, I revisit that time and mentally it just, it almost drains me to even think about. And again, you can probably hear it in my voice right now. Like it's, it's exhausting to think back of where I was and, um, where I was mentally and although physically I was in probably one of the best parts of my life, it's also just a reminder that (laughs) just because you look fucking great doesn't mean you feel great. You know what I mean? Just because you look banging on the inside doesn't mean you feel banging or just because you look banging on the outside doesn't mean you feel banging on the inside. And I just grew so much during that time. And once we moved back home and quarantine started, so we moved back to Ohio and then found out I was pregnant. I was like in another season of just like loneliness. No one else was pregnant. No one else really wanted to be pregnant. We're all in quarantine. No one can connect. I ended up having this traumatic birth, then led to a traumatic experience of being in the NICU having to watch my child be bagged to remember to breathe, being stimulated, being ripped off my chest because he wasn't breathing, seeing him turn blue. For You know what I mean? It's just like all of these things in the NICU and so many of them, again, that so many things I've never even shared because I would hate to ever trigger someone so terribly. And, and then even with this current pregnancy, you know, going through our diagnosis, going through the phase of even at the time, not knowing what our diagnosis was and just kind of like thinking I, we could very much be burying our child. I could very much be having a a later term abortion. Like I, I didn't know even what to expect at the time and to have those intrusive thoughts going through your head. It's so tough on you. And then again, you know, to share those things, there's certain things you just can't share. And then now that I've shared my experience, although I'm so happy I have and have brought awareness to 
just the emotions even that an abnormal diagnosis can like bring on you. It also, I feel bad because there's so many other pregnant people that follow me that probably now shit their pants before they go into an anatomy scan. You know, I think everyone usually assumes that their baby will be healthy and like normal, like, oh yeah, just my anatomy scan, just going to find out the gender. And then all of a sudden you get back, you know, hey, that the, your baby has a cleft palate or like there might be a missing arm. There might, you know, it's like you, again, I'm just throwing stuff out there, but you just, you forget that life happens to anyone. And so I just, I almost feel bad again for sharing. Cause it's like now all these people who do follow me and might be first time moms are like tripping balls at their anatomy scan. Um, but I also think it's important to bring that awareness of normalcy um, and remember that shit happens and uh, to to be so grateful when you get, quote, good news. You know, when you have that normal anatomy scan, when you never have to experience maternal fetal medicine, when you never have to experience the NICU, like be so grateful because there's so many people that do. Um, and it just taints that picture of pregnancy, um, to that woman, you know? So anyways, um, going through the twenties and now being in my late twenties, it's funny. It's like every year I just give a less fuck every year. It's like mm, tick one fuck gone, one more fuck gone, maybe even two, honestly, maybe even five at this point every year, just five fucks just gone. And, um, there's always going to be those days where you don't feel good enough. There's always going to be those days where you question why you did what you did at 22 or, or should you have done this differently at 25 and should you have done this, whatever it might be. But when you come to the point of appreciation for the decisions that you've made and stand by those, knowing that they've made who you are today is when that confidence can't be shut off. And now I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not going to have those bad days of confidence where you're kind of feeling down or whatever it might be, but overall, when you realize that you are the shit, you become the shit and you fake it till you become it because not everyone's going to think you're the shit ever, ever in your whole life. Think of your favorite person right now. Like maybe someone you don't know. One of my favorite people that I don't know is Doja Cat, (laughs) Doja Cat and Hailey Bieber. Now think about how many people fucking hate them. Doesn't that like kind of blow your mind? You're like, oh, how, how could you hate Doja Cat? How could you hate Haley Bieber? How could, whatever it might be. That goes for everyone. Even you listening. How could someone hate you? Like if I knew you, right? Maybe I'd be like, how could they hate her? She's so, she's so sweet. Someone fucking does. Someone fucking does, right? Someone does. And um, that's okay. And I think as you get deeper in your 20s, you realize that. But when you're younger, everything feels so trivial. And it feels like it's just impacting everything that you're going to be in the future. So I definitely think that my 20s have been the years that have evolved me and are gearing me up for my 30s. I'm not saying I'm ready to be 30, but I'm saying when I do get there, I think that's why so many people say that they thrive in their 30s. Because over these past 10 years at that point of 20s, you just learn so much. 
you eliminate the large circle. You have your smaller circle. You have your intimate people. You learn more boundaries. You learn what to share and not to share. You learn who's there for you and who's not there for you. You learn your different kinds of friends too. You know, who's the friend you can vent to? Who's the friend that you party with? Like you just really start to like know yourself. And it's funny because we, we stand up at like 21 years old to our parents. We're like, I know exactly who I'm going to be. I'm me, mom. You need to fucking accept me. And we're like 20 years old. And I look back at the person that I would have stood up for saying, this is me at 20 years old. And it makes me want to fucking throw up. Like, girl, you were not even who you thought you were going to be yet. Now, do I mimic a lot of the same me who I was at, at 19, 20, 21, 100%. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm pretty spot on to who I used to be in a more like matured way. But if you were to trade my 27 year old self for my 21 year old self, there's going to be some obvious differences, right? So it's just funny, um, to think back at the young you when the young you just felt like, felt like yesterday, right? I'm like, I was, I was just 21. I swear. I was just, you know, if there's any age, I've told you guys this so many times this past week, I was just 23. I swear to God. So, oh my God, uh, Wyatt, literally fuck off. That's his pussy now. Fuck, literally fuck off. (laughs) He just brought me in my coffee and I just shit on him last night for, I walked in the house and I didn't tell him like I was home and I started talking and I scared the shit out of him. He had his headset on and playing video games. And I was like, you're such a pussy. Like you wouldn't be ready if anyone came in here with a gun. Um, and he's like, but I'm safe. Like I, I shouldn't need to be on my toes cause I'm safe in my home, whatever. Anyway. So he just came up to hand me uh, my Starbucks coffee, which <laughs> I got for free today. But, um, he just scared the shit out of me. And so he's like, who's the pussy now? Fair, but I'm safe in my home. I'm safe podcasting. Uh, so that's funny. I was uh, really keeping a lookout for him, to be honest, in the reflection of the window by me, but I, I kind of lost track. So anyways, thank you, Wyatt, for the coffee. Um, but yeah, so 27 years old. I mean, again, I could go on and on. I know we're going to do an episode on below the influencer, just kind of recapping our twenties as well. So I won't get too in depth here. That episode will come out on Wednesday. Um, but I'm just, I'm so grateful to have my ride or dies here. I'm so grateful for all of you guys. And, and honestly too, thank you for making six weeks to shreds the biggest challenge we've ever done. Like it truly just keeps getting fucking better and better. And I cannot wait to continue to become even better for you guys. Um, I think what we do and what I do and what I've created is so unique and, um, I'm just so proud of it. I'm proud of, there's so many things I'm proud of right now. I'm just I'm, I'm sitting here again. It's my birthday. I'm proud of the work that I've put in. I'm proud of the, the body that I have right now. I'm proud of this baby. I'm proud of my pregnancy. I'm proud of my perseverance. I'm proud of myself for still showing up as myself. I'm proud of myself for not changing who I am. Um, I'm proud of myself for allowing myself to evolve, but still again, staying true to me. Um, there's just so many things that I'm, I'm so thankful for and being able to, being able to kind of see the opportunity of moving into the direction of like a different me in a new phase, in a new chapter. 
I just, I'm so thankful and grateful and I'm going to just keep saying that, but I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Thanks for tuning in with me this week. I know it's a little bit of a slower episode. I'm going to be honest. So like if you did listen, I do want to say thank you because, um, I know again, not every episode is going to be for everyone. Like as much as I have a few podcasts that I follow, um, there's definitely some episodes too, where like, you know, I, I get on there and I'm like, you know what, this episode for me this week, like just, I'm, I'm not into it or I, I just don't feel like listening right now. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, Hey, I'm not in the mindset to like take this one in, but whatever it might be. Again, I just really thank you for uh, listening and whatnot. So rate review, leave, um, a five star. If you're on Spotify again, like leave a review review. If you're on Apple, um, share it with a friend, share a previous episode with a friend. I'm not always expecting you to share like a, share like a different episode with them, you know, but whatever is easiest. So I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and we'll chat soon.